building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Welcome back to The Art of Entrepreneurship. Today, we are getting tactical and talking about 10 creative ways to distribute your content. Distributing your content is really the key to getting eyeballs on it. You don't just write it and then people show up. Yet, so many companies create content for it to be emailed or posted or distributed in any way once and then to never be seen again, which I think is kind of wild. It actually took me a while to get over the idea that I was repeating myself. Especially on LinkedIn, I never wanted to repost or redistribute content. But this is the thing. Most people are not going to see it the first, the second, or even the third time that you are posting or distributing a piece of content. It needs to be talked about over and over and over and over again until you're so sick of the topic that you want to throw it out the window. So without further ado, here are 10 creative ways to repackage and distribute your content so that you don't have to reinvent the wheel every single time you create content. Okay, I kind of categorized these as I was jotting them down. So I'm going to get into a bunch of different kinds of content in categories. It'll make sense as I do it. So the first category is social posts. Number one is redoing the format. So doing things like changing text posts to images or making videos for high-performing posts that you put up. On platforms that have one format like TikTok, Instagram, you can post videos from similar events or photo shoots with new captions to get the most mileage. So don't be afraid to post you know, similar but different images. If you did a photo shoot and you're wearing the same outfit, I would put them up three or four photos away from each other in your grid on Instagram. But you don't just need to use one photo from a photo shoot. That is one expensive photo if that's how you do it. Number two, still on social posts, is rewriting the hook. The first few lines of every post are really the most important. And if you're posting things like, I'm so excited to announce XYZ, or I'm so excited to attend this event, you are doing it wrong. I was not going to say doing it wrong, but really you are doing it wrong. We want to make these posts educational and the hook should be interesting and something that grabs people's attention to make them want to learn more. Okay, number three, last thing on social posts is cutting up longer posts into shorter nuggets. That's what I like to call them. I love to do this on LinkedIn. Like every longer story that I post has tons of takeaways. And if you follow me there, y'all know that I love a long story and really short posts can perform just as well there. So summarize the main takeaway and put it out in three or four sentences. And that's the post that can work just as well. And it can get your message out there. Number four is on written content. Make sure that you are packaging your short form content into longer form and vice versa. So for example, if you did something like writing a white paper, make sure that you publish each section into a series of blogs and then social posts and videos. If you wrote a series of blogs around the same topic, you can package those into one longer white paper. Although I don't think downloadable content is quite as popular as it used to be. I like to make everything a long blog or a pillar page um, versus white papers. But 
if you are writing a series of blogs, you can repackage that into one long blog with one caveat that you will want to change the content substantially enough so that the Google is not seeing it as, you know, you just republishing content. Number, let's see, one, two, three, four. Number five is on videos. Every video that you take can be used in a million ways. For example, if you are taking selfie videos or you have videos from a virtual event, you can put it on YouTube. You can cut it up for social. You can put it on social stories. You could also create shorts and reels out of these, but don't put some ugly video of a virtual event on TikTok reels and shorts just to do it and just to publish it. You still want to customize the content so that it makes sense for the audience, but it can be the same video or on the same topics. Okay, I have a bunch of ideas on podcasts, which you've probably seen me doing, so I'm going to break those down. Number six is transcribing your podcast and turning it into a blog. Some people don't like to listen to podcasts. Imagine that. Some people like to read. So make sure that you do some keyword research and you put those words into your podcast script if you want to do this, or I guess if you even have a script. I think half the people that are on podcasts just wing it. I always at least have an outline because I want these to be concise and well done and not just me, you know, blabbing for 15 minutes. Okay, number seven is recording videos of your interviews and using the clips on social. Even if you don't have videos, you can create cover images and use the audio. I always say, I don't have a YouTube channel because I record in my pajamas, and frankly, I'm doing exactly that right now. And my kids, yes, my children keep telling me to do the cover image thing and put the podcasts on YouTube anyway. Apparently, they consume a lot more YouTube content than I do. Maybe someday. I like to wait and think about these projects until I'm really ready, and then I get started. Number eight, also on podcasts, don't be afraid to re-air or do roundup episodes like I did last week. Odds are that most of your listeners have not gone back to hundreds of episodes to listen to every single one, and therefore they've missed an important topic. Roundup episodes pull together the best snippets from guests or solo episodes, and they help listeners tie together themes and learnings. And hey, I did that last week. If you listen to episode number 182, that was a personal branding roundup from six guests that I had had before. And what this roundup episode does is take some of those snippets and the best advice. So like Jason Vanna, he is really great at brand strategy. And when you tie his brand strategy in with Leah's advice on mistakes that people are making and Justin's Welsh and Daniel Murray's advice on how you choose what you share, then it kind of all comes together. So I like to take my advice in little snippets from places and you can do that and present it to people in a podcast. Number nine is newsletters. If you do have an owned audience, like an email list, and you have newsletters that you're putting out on a regular or I guess semi-regular, a lot of people do them semi-regularly basis, then you can publish them as blogs or you could republish them as LinkedIn newsletters. I have mixed feelings, I guess, on LinkedIn newsletters because even when you have 100,000 subscribers to a LinkedIn newsletter, they still own your audience. It's not like you have 100,000 subscribers to your newsletter. But if you're republishing or redistributing stuff there, I don't mind that as much, although that might be a no-no from LinkedIn. Hope no one from LinkedIn is listening to this. 
And number 10, make sure that you're updating your website regularly, that you're adding links to relevant content all over your site. Like when I visit your site, I want to see that every product page has a list or CTA buttons or embedded links of relevant blogs and videos and fresh content. Um, It helps with SEO and it also helps keep people on your page for longer. All right, so that is all 10 tips. In summary, if you are posting on social, redo the format, rewrite the hook, or cut up longer posts into nuggets. For written content, repackage short form into longer form and vice versa. For videos, you can repost it on all the socials. I'm sure you already know that. For podcasts, you can transcribe and turn it into a blog. You can record videos of your interviews and put them up on social, re-air or do roundup episodes. For newsletters, make sure you're publishing them on your website. And then for your website, make sure you are constantly updating each page with relevant content so that you can keep people on your site for as long as possible. In closing, I guess content distribution has the same theme of what we learned about loving planet Earth when we were little. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Reduce the amount of content you're creating. Don't bite off more than you can chew. You don't need to create 10 new podcasts and a newsletter and a bunch of videos every week. Trust me, I used to do that and it was freaking hard to keep up with. Reuse, recycle your content. You do not have to create hundreds of pieces of content like Gary Vee every week to be successful on the internet. All right. If you enjoyed that episode, if you had any takeaways from it, which I'm sure you did, share them on social. Share your biggest takeaway. Make sure you tag me so I can reshare it and help me grow this podcast by sending it to one person that you think will also find value in the episode. Thank you. And I'll talk to you next time. 